Welcome in to Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And we're coming to you today with the news and trailers. So um, fresh off the, the Doctor Strange stuff, we've got some Marvel news. We've got some streaming news. we got some pretty good trailers and one that we're just going to see probably just because. Um, we have to. Yeah. 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 We'll get to that later. But yeah, I, it's, I'm not really interested in it, but I, like, I just feel compelled to go see it. Agreed. All right. Uh, all right. So after Doctor Strange <laughs> that's all you're 2. Getting. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange 2 opened last week. And it's coming off, I think we talked about this a couple episodes back, where movies are, the movie theaters are just different now. You used to be able to just walk in on a Friday and it'd be kind of empty. And now it's just not the case. Like, you have to per- buy your tickets usually pretty early. Um, with, uh, with Doctor Strange, I bought mine, like, almost a week early just because i didn't want to miss it but like i missed out on the northman because of that and a few other things so dr strange uh it opened at 185 million which is the biggest for 2022 so far wow wow yeah that's that's a massive that's a massive amount of money for dr strange like i I think i noticed that that i think i saw in that article that the opening is more than double of the originals opening yeah uh because dr strange is just He's not a mainstream character. Mm-mm. I mean, he, he's getting there thanks to being in the Infinity War and Endgame, and people, uh, since he got to do those after the the first Doctor Strange movie, now he's become more mainstream. You know what I mean? And and uh, and because they did it right. I mean, you you and I talked so much before the first one came out of like, uh, Doctor Strange could easily be the dumbest character in the MCU or the best. <laughs> depending yeah. on how they do them, how they make it look, how they have them interact. And like, we even talked about it can potentially ruin Marvel if they screw up the magic too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where you, where someone's basically way too overpowered, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but they didn't, they did a great job. They grounded them. And then they gave it to Sam Raimi. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm really, I, mean, I guess we're not really doing a review on this. We're just talking about uh, yeah, yeah. We've done the, the month, the gross. Yeah, so, we did yeah, a review but, on. I think we did a review. Yeah. So you know, it is what it is. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I am happy though that it's making as much money as it makes because, quite frankly, uh, you want Marvel to make as much money as they can because they'll keep doing more great stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, I just don't want Sam Raimi attached to any of it. Yeah, I hope this is the last one he's attached to. Yeah, I hope people realize soon that Michael Waldron is the glue behind all the stuff that's working really well, and not the directors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the directors have done. Ah, uh, that's not fair because some of the directors have brought some stuff to it. That I mean, the first Doctor Strange. I don't remember even who directed that, but the first one did. No, stuff... I mean Waldron stuff. Uh, uh, Waldron yeah. didn't write that. I'm talking about Waldron stuff. Like he wrote Loki, and he wrote. Uh, and he wrote this, yeah. uh, you know, Rick and Morty feels other things too, that we really like. But, um, but I just feel like, like in this specific instance, Michael Waldron did the writing that brought everything together that we were really excited about when you watch the movie and you're like, Oh yeah, they did that. Oh, thank God they did that. Yeah. Glad they did that. And then Sam Raimi kind of just did the job Yeah, <laughs> and he added, and he added Raimi flourishes that are the parts that I didn't like. To. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like the, so, the first one was directed by Scott Derrickson, who did like The Exorcism of Emily Rose, and like he does a lot of horror movies, which is interesting. But like, yeah, he, he did something way different. Like that, like go back and watch that movie. Like the world he created in that is 
it's great. Like there was, I mean, you could kind of say like he pulled some stuff from Inception, which it looks like he did, but like he put his own flourish on it. And, like some of the fights were amazing. It, it's that that felt more like how the Doctor Strange universe should have been, and they could have expanded on it. But Sam Raimi just felt so. I, I just hate. I hated that part so much. And from what it sounds like, there's a lot I of agree. people that have had issues with this one, and it being so campy. Just just from people I've talked to, and maybe that's kind of more of an echo chamber, but. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Campy is never good. But uh, yeah. you know what? Again, they made a fortune, <laughs> and I'm glad uh, because yeah, you know there. What what other movies have come out? Eternals and Black Widow, right? Are the only other ones that have come out? Oh, No Way Home. No Way Home. And No yeah. Way Home. So No Way Home was always going to make the money it made. Yeah. Because Spider Man is always going to make the money that it made. Um, but Doctor Strange is the first uh, lesser known character yeah uh that that got to come in there and then i feel like this is the first movie that got to benefit from the disney plus tie-in so wandavision really helped bring a lot of the extra eyeballs to this yeah you know i mean and all the extra money and and it paid off it's in my opinion it's showing marvel that it pays off to bring the depth of these disney plus shows and characters so that when the movie comes out there are more people who are more emotionally connected to to this show yeah because you know I mean? if you'd never watched wandavision and you try to watch dr strange too i think you'd be really really lost just because you're like wait what she's a bad she's a bad guy now like how did that happen yeah yeah exactly well there and they and they the big thing was she's going after her kids and you're like if you, if you didn't yeah. see wandavision you'd be like what kids what are you talking about uh yeah and and vision's dead and 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 you wouldn't even know that there was a white vision which he didn't come show up in this movie which kind of surprised me a little bit yeah, that did too. um yeah but um i don't know yeah we'll see but uh yeah i'm glad that again i'm glad the disney tie-in or disney plus tie-in worked because like captain america 4 uh i'm really interested to see how that works because uh you'll have a lot of captain what was it captain Falcon Winter soldier yeah. <laughs> Captain Falcon. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of those people who saw that show. It's going to tie into to having more people want to go see that movie. That maybe maybe have been like you know eh, Falcon's not a character I care that much about. I don't know if I want to go see a new Captain America movie with Falcon. What's what's this all about? You know. Yeah, I mean I'm kind of in. Especially if I like him and Winter Soldier together. I feel like those two together are are really good. Like I, I don't think either of those can kind of do their own thing. Even well, even Captain America kind of struggled. He couldn't hold. His own, like in the first one, he had Captain Carter and and Bucky. He had them both to kind of, and then in Winter Soldier, he had Black Widow. And, well, I mean, he was mostly Black Widow. And then, I but guess, I, but Civil I, War, he had everybody. But I think in terms of, like, I'm talking about these box off, office dollars. Yeah. Like, in terms of how Doctor Strange did, like, it just shows, like, the first Doctor Strange, those were the diehards. Like, that, we were going to see that no matter what. We would have seen Falcon as Captain America 4 no matter what. But WandaVision helped draw a whole new crowd that, quite frankly, probably would not. If you'd said, hey, we're making Doctor Strange and we're throwing in a little bit of Scarlet Witch, most people would have been like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, you know, the non diehards. Yeah. They're like, who? That girl that was in like a couple minutes of Infinity War? All right, whatever. Like, I'm not going to see her show. But then after they saw WandaVision, my, my wife was excited about Wanda. <laughs> and she hates the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Like she loved WandaVision because like tied, you know, it was just a different kind of a show. And and that brought her into wanting to watch that this show that followed her. So 
yeah, it's uh, I think it brought non diehards to it. So we'll we might see Marvel get a big box office jump on all their characters because of these Disney Plus tie-ins. Interesting yeah. to see it work. Yeah. Um, well, and one thing we kind of miss out on that, and this 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 is so weird. So Deadpool was originally going to have a cameo in Doctor Strange two, or it was discussed, but they quote didn't feel like the right place. It didn't feel like the right place. Which is crazy because as campy as Doctor Strange <laughs> two, like if you told me that before I saw the movie, I'd be like yeah, that makes sense. Doctor Strange two should be it's there's too much going on. It's a little bit serious, but after seeing it, like no, Deadpool would have one hundred percent made sense in that because he could have been in one of the other multiverses, or and he could have I don't know like he fits that it was so campy like Deadpool seems yeah. like to fit right in with there. But the good news is now we know. Like because it was discussed that like maybe Deadpool will be brought in, but now it seems like okay, no, it's it's definitely going to happen. We just don't know when yet. Well, and and not only is Ryan Reynolds now taking, I think he said at least three years off or something like that is what they said. Yeah, um, he still do of acting altogether. Yeah, we'll see. That's true. That's true. He could, but also Benedict Cumberbatch has now announced a three-year hiatus uh, for his kids too. Okay. Um, so we won't see Doctor Strange for a bit either. Uh, it looks like, but yeah, there, there were a couple other fun little, uh, teases that we were told about, like, and, and we'll try to find some links for you. Um, but, uh, Balder the Brave was supposed to be one of the people on the Illuminati, uh, which we heard about, I just heard about. And he was one of the brothers to Thor and Loki. That was a lot of people were excited. He was going to be in Ragnarok, uh, along with Hela when they both showed up, like they were going to be a one, two punch. Yeah. Um, and they decided not to. And uh, so they were going to have him as the Illuminati, as like the the, the worthy. Um, that got pushed. And then the other big piece was that uh, so so No Way Home was supposed to come out after Doctor Strange, but since it got pushed to later, um, or you know, it got No Way Home got pulled first. Um, they had to rewrite it a couple scenes, and it was that America Chavez was supposed to be shown training to be in Doctor Strange's School of Magic. <laughs> Um, and she was going to be the one that originally screwed up the portal opening and brought in the other two Spider-Men, uh, uh yeah. by, like when she was, she was going to try to pull our Peter and help him and, and pull him up, but they pulled up the wrong one. So since she couldn't be in it, uh, cause they hadn't introduced the character yet, uh, they gave Ned some powers <laughs> and, uh, and so Ned got to try to do it with the sling ring and all that and, and show that he had magic. The reason I bring that up is could be interesting for people um the most popular marvel comic that's a, a new comic in the last five years and it's exploding off the shelves and every everyone is selling out is something called strange academy have you heard of this no so it's that's called strange academy my son gets them uh i think it's only like 12 issues in now um and it's truly like dr strange's academy of of magic if you will <laughs> And it's like all the kids and sidekicks of these major, major powered beings from the Marvel Universe. And he gets these uh, people to come uh, uh, train them. Like, uh, like, they, like the Minotaur they showed in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, uh, Magic, the girl that was like Rasputin or something. Yeah, the blonde we, girl from... Yeah. The, the mutant, yeah. New Mutants. Yeah. New Mutants. Yeah. And people. And I, I doubt they're going that way. But maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe in like five years, that's the route they go. Because now America Chavez again is training to be a magician. 
Ned's been shown to have magic. Like, it could be interesting if they're trying to, like, set up five, six years down the line. Yeah. There could be a strange academy because, again, that's that's the most popular comic now for Marvel. Yeah, it says, looking at the, this is from Wikipedia, the, the faculty are Scarlet Witch, Magic, Hellstrom, Sister Grimm, Shaman, Man-Thing, Dead Girl, Wong, Rincha, and Kana. Oh, Dr. Voodoo is the headmaster. That's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, and obviously some of those things would have to change because, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some yeah. of the characters they don't own, some are a little too over the top. Some might be killed by then, but, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah, it's a it's a very popular book series, and from what I hear, it's very fun and interesting. And so, yeah, that could be somewhere they go down the line to, to have magic in the MCU after Doctor Strange. I don't think Benedict has that much left in him, do you? I, oh, he's he's come out and said he'll do it forever. Movies. He said he's he's come out and said he loves it. He'll do it forever. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, we're getting paid like that. <laughs> that's true. The yeah, that's not too serious. Sh- dough. Yeah, that's not too <laughs> shady. But um, all right. The next story is so the season three of Love, Death, and Robots is coming out. It's the uh, animated shorts that are on Netflix that are fantastic. I mean, some of them I don't. You know, like, ah, this one's not for me. But overall, they're really cool. And it's, it's interesting because you get to see, like, different directors and different animators doing all these kind of different stuff. Uh, well, in season three, David Fincher is going to direct a short. And it's supposed to be... He, apparently, he wanted to do a heavy metal reboot. So heavy metal being the the animated movie from, I think, the like late 80s, early 90s with John Candy voicing it. And so the, mm-hmm. instead of doing the reboot that he wanted, he's just going to uh, tie it into to this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that, I mean, that, that makes it, I got to tell you, I, I had no idea John Candy was the voice. <laughs> yeah. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, mean, I, I probably would have, if I watched it anytime in the last 30 years, but that's, that's hilarious. I, I didn't know that. But, I think it yeah, came on know, TV one time and I, I was watching, I was like, Oh, is that, John Candy. Yeah. That's the only one. Oh, Joe Flaherty. Joe Flaherty, isn't it? Uh, like that. Love me some John Candy. Yeah. Uh, well, um, so this is interesting too that I that I've noticed. Um, <clears throat> so the first season when they brought this out, and Tim Miller was the other. Tim Miller and uh, uh, Darren Aronofsky, right, uh, are the ones who uh, who are the producers and creators of the show. Um, and. Uh, yeah, Love, Death, and Robots. The first season uh, was 18 episodes. What are, uh, and then, he, yeah, 18 episodes. Uh, the second season, they, they, it was about two years. The second season came out, and it was, uh, it was eight episodes. And this new season coming out will be four episodes. <laughs> so right. it's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> uh, I think we see a pattern that uh, season three is... Uh, it's just going to be one episode. So, yeah, season four is just going to be one episode. One episode. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, they 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 really did an interesting job. This is the first time, and I guess it's because there's only four. The trailer kind of breaks down each of the four and what they are exactly, and and they're the typical combination of badass and bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what every season has been. They're, they they help. They'll have these amazing badass like military action. Uh, you know, episode followed by cats now run the earth. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> and uh, one of them, the only one that I saw that threw me was there's one episode that uh, 
looks like it takes place on the ocean and there's like giant crabs that are taking over everything. And that's the only one that, because the theme is everything has something to do with robots or AI. Yeah. Um, throughout the whole series. So I, I guess they're mechanical crabs. <laughs> Maybe uh, yeah. we'll see, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'll definitely watch it because the, there is the occasional episode that I don't love, but look, they're 20 minutes. So, you know, at most, some of them are nine minutes. So, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about checking it out and seeing how they are. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I like I, I like those, and you can kind of pick them up and put them on whatever you want. You don't have to, you know, you can you don't have to watch yeah. them in order or anything. So I do like that. Um, yep. The next story is because we don't have enough streaming services. Uh, Paramount Plus will add Showtime and make them a, a serious streamer. Um, they already have South Park signed up for like like the next. They paid them like a hundred million dollars or something. For like the next ten years or something. Yeah, I think they have like twenty specials, at least. Yeah, over ten years. I think it's two specials. Yeah, two specials a year and like a season a year, but I think a season's only like eight to ten episodes. No, no, the the seasons go. The seasons start on Paramount in twenty twenty five. Okay. Uh, but the seasons will be on HBO Max twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Okay. And then and, and HBO Max has the rights to the past catalog as well. Um, but all of it will move to Paramount by January 2025. Okay, good for um, them. So, yeah, it'll be split. So Paramount can only show the specials. Yeah. Um, um, but, they, yeah. They saw their subscribers jump by 6.8 million uh, in the first quarter this year, which is impressive. And I, I mean, it, I think a lot of that's the Tyler Sheridan, basically Tyler Sheridan Network, him doing yeah. Yellowstone being so big and then doing 1883, which you and a couple of other friends really liked. I just could not get into it. And I loved it, man. I, and yeah. and don't forget Halo. Oh, that's right. They got Halo. Yeah. They got I, Halo. I am loving they, Halo, by the way. Also, at the end of last uh, uh, year, they, got, they had the new season of Evil, which I enjoyed a lot. Um, so they've got Evil. Uh, they've got, yeah, the, the Taylor Sheridan Network of shows they've got the star trek slate of shows they've got halo and now they're adding all the showtime series which you and i loved the new dexter that they did yeah um so they're at and and showtime is interesting they've actually got a really great slate of shows but they're not as nearly as popular as others because they don't have the lead-in of other shows <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like like you only find i only find out about a showtime show from back when I had Showtime and they were showing me <laughs> the trailers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like like Black Monday, I've never even seen it, but I've heard amazing things about yeah. it. But, um, well, Yellow Jackets. But they, uh, Lauren and I started yeah, watching Yellow right. Jackets. It, it, it was once a week and we kind of like fell off because of that. But like Super Pumped, we're, I think we're still like halfway through through that. But like they've got oh, some good stuff. Oh, was that Showtime? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that was Showtime. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, th- so they'll have a lot to get to add on with that. And then They've also announced that they're going to be adding uh, all of their uh, major move Paramount movies 30 days after a theater release. Okay. It's a big part of it. So, like, The Lost City is already on Paramount Plus right now. That's great. Uh, for, yeah, and, I mean, you're paying four ninety nine a month for it, yeah. and you get you get a movie. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that you would have awesome. paid $10 to go see for one ticket. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, billions and... Uh... Uh, what's the other one? Your Honor, oh, yeah. both Showtime as well. I've heard nothing but good things about Billions, although I've never seen it. Same with um, uh, Your Honor, which I keep, I want to at some point. It's got Brian Cranston. I've heard it's amazing, but I've just never gotten around to it. 
Oh, and the man who fell to earth with uh, Chet Kualegia Four and uh, Naomi Harris. Oh, okay. uh, I haven't seen that. Just it just started. Uh, yeah, that Clark that Peters, great Bill to... Nye, Jimmy Simpson. That's a Rob yeah. Delaney. That's it, a impressive cast. It was an old movie, and they recre they they recreated it with a series, and it's basically an alien coming to Earth saying, "You guys are destroying your planet. You got to stop." Um, and I'm here to warn you that you're. You know, you're kind of like the the Day the Earth still. Is that the Keanu Reeves uh, remake? Yeah, I think this is a I, I, different one. This but is you different. Might be right. Yeah, no, this is different. I but I just mean kind of similar, kind of similar in like, hey, we're here to warn you, but 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 I have a way to stop it. So there's there's not it's not just a a preachy show. It's apparently also got some fun and some action, and it shows where other worlds have been destroyed. It's supposed to be a little bit better. Yeah. Um, well, and it's, then, and then, it's created by um, Alex Kurtzman and Jimmy Jenny Lamette, which oh okay yeah she's been doing all this the Star Trek stuff she's doing the new Strange Worlds and she did Discovery which I liked a lot at first but I just kind of fell off on that. Okay, that's not bad. And mm-hmm. you know what? I'll tell you as far as like going back and watching uh, shows that are that are over, uh, I, I still strongly suggest to everybody to go back and watch The Affair if you haven't. That show is unreal. Okay, uh, that's just incredible writing man, and acting. Yeah, this the cast for this man who fell to earth is unreal. Yeah, I, I will be watching. I as soon I, as that I guess adds. I will. Yeah, when is is that out? Is that not out yet? It's already out. Yeah, there's it's a couple episodes out. out. Okay, well, man, I'll let me some Clark Peters, Smooth Lister Freeman. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, let me some Naomi Harris too. Yeah, He's, I agree. I, yeah, I, big fan. Um. So the next thing is with uh, so Rick Riordan. So the Percy Jackson books, I read those a long time ago. They're good. They're they're really good. I read the first, the original um, series, and they were really well done. And then they made the movie with Christopher Columbus, which seemed like a good idea because he's the one who brought Harry Potter uh, to the theaters and did a great job with that. But I saw the movie. It was not good. I think they made two. I can't imagine. I don't know if they, they made three. They did. I didn't they, made, they made two. Okay. They made two. I, I saw the first one. It was not good. I moved on. Uh, cast was good, but the rest of it was not. And apparently, you tell me this one because I think you 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 put this on this on the schedule to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Heard about it. So so Annabeth Chase was cast uh, for the for the new show, which in the movies uh, she's played by uh, uh, Alexandra uh, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think there was big enough controversy that, uh, I think, uh, Alexandra has, is brunette. <laughs> I think the character was blonde and people were already pissed off <laughs> before, what? uh, in the new series, however, uh, she's black. <laughs> and so the, a small percentage of the jackass internet, uh, just started a random fit and trolling party and freaking out that they cast a black woman as as annabeth chase and uh the, not a woman the, a black girl writer. a black girl she's this is like she's yeah, it's a young maybe girl. 14 yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and ricky uh riordan came out who's the the author and he's like you better stop <laughs> he's like this is even even the people that are trying to justify that this isn't racism they they want it they're just trying to get it to be like their original character no this is racism <laughs> he said, "Stop it! Uh, she could be great, and I think she'll be great. And I, and I'm happy to make the character look like her." 
So he's like, she's a fantastic actress, and I love it, and I sign off and stop being racist. Well, <laughs> and I mean, he, yeah. Brandon T. Jackson played Grover in the originals, and he's black, and mm-hmm. Grover wasn't, a, I, it, when I read the books, wasn't a black character. Nobody seemed to care back then. Yeah, it's stupid. People yeah. are stupid. And again, it's a vocal minority, but that makes the news. Yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> uh, you know, so they love to let the vocal minority make the news so that other people can react to it, and then it suddenly something that's nothing becomes something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they did They did also, you know, cast Percy and Grover as well. Um, so I don't know how soon they'll begin, but they, uh, they're definitely going to be much younger in the series because this whole cast looks like babies. Yeah. They've cast it. It looks like Walker Scobell, uh, Aryan Samadri is Grover. Walker Scobell is Percy Jackson. And then Leah Jeffries is Anna Chase. That's all I see so far. Um, it's not scheduled to come out until 2023. So... That's pretty soon, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a year, you've got a lot of posts for, you know, special effects. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of surprised they're not already filming. But, I mean, if they start you know, and, filming now, you can catch up. Because yeah. a lot of times they'll film and then, like, you know, they're late, still filming while the first thing premieres or ending it. So. Yeah. But, they, well, no, not 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 something that sci-fi heavy, though. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, like they're going to have six months of, of post-production special effects to add to this. I mean, this is yeah. this is high sci-fi. Yeah, you're probably and, right. And I imagine they're going to put some money into it. But, uh, yeah, I, either way, hey, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, I know my son is extremely excited. Really? Okay. <laughs> more, more than anything Marvel. He's so excited that Percy Jackson's coming back out. Yeah. All right. Good for Yeah. I, I'm interested. I'll, I'll watch it. I like how they made him younger because the, the, he's supposed to be like 14 in the books. And it's a, when the movies came out, yeah. he was clearly, they, I mean, those kids could all drink. So. And it's a Disney Plus series. Yeah. They've done well so mm. far. I like the Mighty Ducks thing. So we'll see. Um, the next one, and this is funny because I haven't really heard from France before Copeland in a while, but then after watching The Offer, which if you're not watching that, you should. It's fantastic. I think the fifth episode just came out, so I have to watch that this weekend. Um, oh, I haven't seen the fourth yet. Ooh, you should. It's as good as the third. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's got a new movie coming out, and the cast is getting ridiculous. So he's got a movie com- called Megapolis. Megapolis coming out, and... Uh, it it's basically from what i can tell there's something that devastates new york and they want to rebuild it you know as like this utopia and oscar isaac was supposed to be the lead he had to drop out and so they got adam driver um they also got natalie emmanuel forrest whitaker lawrence fishburne john voight and that's the ones they're adding there's rumors that nicholas cage will be in it um i'm trying to think what i gotta find out and see what they're it's his nephew yeah, which is his nephew. And man, after seeing, um, uh, what was it called? Unbearable weight of massive talent. I, I just yeah. want more uh, Nicolas Cage in it. But there's expected get, to add it. a few more people to it. No one really knows what's going on. Um, other names mentioned are James Caan, Kate Blanchett, Zendaya, Michelle Pfeiffer, Jessica Lange. Um, but there, it's still, a lot of this is still super, super uh, pre-production. But I mean, that's a lot of big names to not be interested. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it must have something to do with the offer coming out and everybody talking about it. Because if you look back at his last, like, seven movies, it's so bad. 
Yeah. Eight movies. You know he. You know Twix he was the director of Super Supernova. Oh, one of the worst movies of all time. Uncredited. <laughs> yeah, I take many. Of them. Yeah, but they, they 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 put Walter Hill, but it wasn't Walter Hill. It was Francis Ford Coppola. Wow. But then, like the yeah. Rainmaker was great. The the Rainmaker is the last good movie. Yeah, and that was nineteen ninety seven. And he's made a, a big swath of terrible movies since. But I mean, back then, like you went to movie jail, man. Like I, I was also going to talk about somebody else that that did this as well. They had like six monster hits in a row, and then made made the guy who made Jiggly. Oh, you remember? Yeah, Jiggly. Yeah. Jiggly <laughs> is that how you? Yes, because it? I made uh, me and a friend decided like, all right, we're going to sit down, we're going to get all the way through this, and we're going to watch. Like there were certain movies that we would just do that to where. We're like, all right, we're going to sit down, we're going to watch it, and we can't get up. And it was like that, and I think the other one was like uh, Human Centipede. And it was, oh, my God. They were they were equally bad, and just as bad, but in very different ways. Well, listen to this. This guy makes, he goes on a terror making uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Then he directs Midnight Run, yeah. arguably one of the best comedies ever. Uh, Scent of a Woman. Then makes Meet Joe Black. 7.5 on IMDb and, yeah. and massive box office hit four in a row in a couple years. Then makes Jiggly. Never got to work again. That's crazy. <laughs> One screw up. Never got to work again. It was really bad. Uh, it was really bad. But uh, but then, yeah. That's then, crazy uh, that you just never got to. I mean, that was the early 2000s. I feel like the business was a little bit different then, but. Still, that's crazy. That I mean, didn't do anything after that? I mean, that's four of the best movies of those decades, yeah. ever. Like those are monsterly great. Still talked about amazing. Nothing's beat Beverly Hills Cop. Everything tries to rip it off. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Run, maybe you could argue, is is similar, but it's 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 one of the few buddy cop pairings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It invented the pairing of the straight man and the buddy cop in a better way than than Beverly Hills Cop did. Um, and then, yeah, and then you got Scent of a Woman, which was right just prior to one, Al Pacino one, losing it. One Pacino uh, an Oscar for that. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, and then Meet Joe Black, which was which was huge at the time. So I mean, yeah, it makes then screws up a movie and then doesn't get to make things again That's ever crazy. because of his he went to movie jail and and Francis Ford Coppola obviously is above going to movie jail. Because he made The Godfather, but, yeah. Yeah, because he made The Godfather. But, but I mean, he he made, you know, The Godfather trilogy. Um, the third Bram one was Stoker's terrible. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Uh, right, right after. <laughs> Jack, uh, okay, that was a little weird. Uh, it was like he was forced to do that with Robin Williams. Oh, uh, yeah, then, I forgot about that movie. Then makes, yeah, then makes The Rainmaker, huge hit. Uh supernova <laughs> yeah. takes his name off of it and then bomb 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 <laughs> but but those bombs by the way the next time you got to make a movie after supernova was seven years later with youth without youth then uh yeah it's like every couple of years he'd bring some small budget tetro with a 6.8 uh black and white brazilian film <laughs> with vincent gallo in it yeah, I mean, I, it's I don't know. I'll wait and see on it just because there's so many big names on it. It's been a while. Maybe it'll be good. But I guess that's what I'm saying is it. It's interesting that after like after that stretch 
of just nothing, 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 bomb, 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 bomb. He suddenly gets a movie right now that has all these people in it. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, it must have something to do with the offer. Like, people hearing that, you know, well, they're oh, making a movie to of it, too. Apparently, there's a movie coming out that's got a loaded cast. I can't think of what it is, and it's killing me that I can't remember. A movie about The Godfather? Yeah, so it's basically like The Offer. It's The Author, but they're making a movie of it. And Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. All right, man, I is wish it, I could... is it, Are we hitting, like, the 25th anniversary or something? What, what made that? It's got to be more than 25th. It came out in the 70s. So maybe, oh, God, it might be. Yeah. Is it... 50th? Jesus, are we going to hit 50? That's crazy. Because something spurred it. You know what I mean? To, to all this action rea- surrounding that to all hit at one time. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I found it. In okay. 2020, they reported they're making the making of Godfather movie with Barry Levinson directing. Uh, and he cast Oscar Isaac as uh, Francis Ford Coppola, which I well, like. I love that. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal as Robert Evans. I love that, too. That... I would have liked to see Jake Gyllenhaal's Robert Evans. Yeah. Like, like I, I, Oscar Isaac just seems perfectly on the nose for Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. But Jake Gyllenhaal, I would have loved to see his interpretation of, of Bob Evans. Because that, that dude was, uh, from what I hear, he is just very much like this. Uh, the offer is making him out to be. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Oh, Elizabeth Moss as Eleanor Coppola. Elle Fanning as Ally McGraw. They're called Francis and the Godfather. Okay. Huh. And, and apparent, apparently Bob Evans also kind of invented the casting couch. Oh, and really? uh, they kind of allude to that in the first episode. I don't know if you noticed that, no. but he wanted his girlfriend to be in a movie. Yeah. And he brings that director and he says, let me leave y'all alone to talk about it. And she scoots closer to him. Oh, and God, he goes, God, really God, and he goes, God, I'm good. And he closes the door behind him. Uh, and and he, she starts talking. Yeah. One on one to talk to him about the part. And I'm like, ooh, that was dark. Yikes. <laughs> like, yeah, they kind of breezed past that. that but that, cause, well, because you see later in the show that it's still his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, that it's was just some girl. Yeah, it was just some, yeah, from uh, Resident Alien, which we love. Uh, but that wasn't just, like, some girl he was, like, hooking up with and then to get her part and then hook her up with the director or something, which which would equally be awful. But this was his his actual girlfriend. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was kind of shocking. But, uh, the, Again, apparently that's kind of who this dude was. All right. That's creepy. All right. Uh, moving on um, to better news. Black Panther will release this year. Um, it is confirmed, and it's expected to come out uh, November 11th, which is surprising. I didn't think it was going to. I mean, with all the different things they've had with it. All the delays. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting what ends up happening with that. Uh, they've got to fill the Black Panther role. I, I think Michael B. Jordan's going to come back in a kind of a uh, multiversal way. But the problem is we close that off. So Dr. Strange. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Strange just closed it off. And the next movie that comes out is Thor. It comes out July 8th, which I'm, I love that. It's so close. It's not that far away. Uh, but then, and then quantum manium comes out February 17th. If quantum manium was coming out before that, I would be like, okay, maybe coming from that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. are they going to do? I don't know. Well, That's going to be interesting. I think they did a bad job closing out that loophole because what they also didn't do was, uh, other than I guess you could explain that they'd left, was No Way Home brought a bunch of people into the universe and there was no incursion. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. 
I mean, I guess you maybe because they returned happening at the end. I mean, they yeah. returned them in like a couple of days, so maybe it was before the incursion could happen. Yeah, that 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 could be it. That's why I say that I just think they did a bad job explaining the closing of that loop. But uh, but yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Is what what they're going with it on. But uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, no, I, yeah, I I'm with you though. I, I with the uh, you know all the stuff with Letitia Wright. Uh, having to delay and delay and delay and delay. I really oh, thought... Oh, yeah, didn't she get injured or something? She had, well, first, she wouldn't get her COVID shot, oh. so they couldn't film for a long time because she couldn't go on set. Uh, and then uh, it, and then they got they got all on her about being a vax denier and caused a lot of problems, and then yeah, that added to the delay. COVID itself also was obviously a long delay for yeah. it. Um, and, yeah, and then I think... I think to some degree they still probably wanted to make sure they could really be happy with the decision they were making going forward with Black Panther as a whole. Um, because they've reiterated again, T'Challa will not be recast. Now, they didn't say there can't be another Black Panther, but there will not be another T'Challa. Yeah. So he, there's he got, got. I mean, there's got to be another Black Panther because it's the Black Panther. Yeah. It's the character. It's got to be. And it's not like, and they showed in the first one that the Black Panther thing kind of goes down in the family. So it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, but I feel but like you have to gonna... win by combat. Yeah. So, so I mean, it was by family, but you have to win by combat is the whole point of it. And why he had to go back and, and, re, and, re, and fight a second time uh, for it once they found out that uh, Killmonger was legitim- a legitimate contender. Yeah. They could ask for the fight. So if Letitia Wright's going to get it, she has to fight M'Baku. <laughs> oh god okay. i mean really uh, and with and a fair fight with no weapons so or, or i think they get to each choose a weapon or whatever but uh yeah no tech is my point so yeah. that's interesting and then they're also um going to be introducing riri uh who's going to be the uh is it iron heart yeah i believe yeah, so. iron heart yeah she's got a disney plus series coming either i can't remember if it was end of 2023 or beginning of 2024 um but she was on this list slate that they talked about originally and they've they have acknowledged that she'll be introduced in black panther okay and pretty sure um namor is coming in black panther as well you think so i i think so i yeah because like that was like one of his big nemesis and they talked about like there was a disturbance off the ocean or something like that i think in the first one yeah, I thought, I mean, I, I really thought that's what they were leaning into uh, in that one as well, is that that would be coming. Um, and a lot of people have suggested that this could be where we first see Doom uh, trying to encroach on the borders. I don't think so. I don't I, think I don't Doom, think yeah. I think Doom comes in Doom. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't see any other way to do that. But yeah. you never know. All right. Um, next is, so Dune Part 2 is coming out eventually. Like, that doesn't come out pretty, uh, well, isn't it like 2023 or 2024? Because the first one came out 24, because they said three years after the first one. I hate that. Um, yeah, so right? Stupid. It's a long wait. Yeah, why not film them together? I guess because it's too expensive. And who owns Dune? Is that Paramount? HBO Max. HBO, well, HBO Max, okay. Yeah, they've got the money. They can afford it. I don't know. But yeah, all right, so it's yeah. saying 2023. Now it's saying 2023, June Part 2. Um, okay, that's a little better. Yeah, so Christopher Walken is joining as Emperor Shaddam IV. I don't know anything about Dune. I've never read the books. I never saw the other movie. I don't know anything about it. You're missing out. 
missing out. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to finish watching this and then... Oh, not maybe. You were missing out, my friend. <laughs> On which part? The book <laughs> or the movie? The, the original movie. And yeah. the book. And the book. All yeah. right. Yeah, I'll wait and then after this and then I'll see it and then we'll go from there. But uh, yeah, he joins and then Florence Pugh also is in this one. I don't think she was in the first one. Uh, no, she was not. I know who should play though, so that's interesting. Uh, also, uh, for Dune 2, something that could be interesting is uh, Dune the Sisterhood. It's supposed to come out this year on HBO Max. Um, Dilly Villeneuve was originally one of the executive producers on it. Uh, So it will obviously tie directly into Dune. And it follows, you know, that sisterhood. uh, Of the Traveling Pants. Of the Traveling Pants, yeah. That was was in the first movie. Uh, They're called the Bene Gesserit. um, And they're they're basically witches, uh, which you saw in the first movie when she came and she was kind of testing... the main kid, I tend to say whatever his real name, Chalamet, yeah, uh, and make him put his hand in the box. Okay. She's the leader, the Bene Gesserit, and, and his mom had been one, which is why she's like kind of helping him from outside. Mm-hmm. Like she knew, she knew, or she still wasn't, I should say. Um, so yeah, it's gonna follow that sisterhood, which people really liked. Uh, that was like a fan favorite part of the books and stuff. So, man, uh, they had. Do you remember what her name is? What uh, whose name I'm is? Trying to remember. Zend- uh, Zendaya. No, 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 no. Uh, the woman who was the Bene Gesserit, uh, uh, Charlotte Rampling, uh, oh, the, play, okay. the, the the leader of the Bene Gesserit. Okay. So she she would be obviously one of the main people. Rebecca Ferguson could be, and then God knows who else could be. But Florence Pugh, uh, if she's going to be in Dude Two, it'd be interesting if she's part of that, and and you know jumps into that somehow. But so far. All the things they said that HBO Max was going to make because of their IP and tie in with series, they've never done. So Dune was the original one they said would be one of the first series to come out on HBO Max. Uh, the second one they said they were already making was uh, a Matrix uh, series that was going to tie into the movie, and they never made that. So I'm kind of surprised that they haven't taken that Disney Plus route. Um, but as we talked about earlier today, this has been the first time we've ever seen if there's benefit from the Disney plus series by having, you know, one of those lesser known characters join another lesser known character in Dr. Strange. And the result was more than double the original box office. So yeah, I think, I think we'll see this happen. I think, I think HBO max will, will green light if they've stalled on that Dune project. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't hold my breath on that. Um, Next is, so Norm MacDonald, of course, passed away earlier this year, but he was, I guess, secretly filming a uh, special for Netflix uh, that's supposed to come out pretty soon, and uh, it's called uh, Secret, oh, I I missed it now, oh, man, I just had it, and the the whole, I hate that, the whole website just jumps when you get on it, but, uh, yeah, he's got a special coming out, so that's, I mean... I'll watch that. I always like Norm Macdonald. I thought he was funny. I try, I watched his show a little bit that he had on Netflix. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, oh, yeah. This special is called Nothing Special. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That which I always like Norm Macdonald. But, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because, I, I don't know, I always like Norm Macdonald. I still, I still think Dirty Work is a classic with uh, him and uh, Artie Lang. Have you oh, seen that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I love that. Oh, yeah. Terrible production, but it, it's very fantastic. Um, 
other. So yeah, just sorry, I just wanted to mention this. So the whole Netflix special is a stand-up that's filmed in his living room. Of course uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. So so he told his buddy. He said uh, the the tests from everything he was, he was dealing with after the the cancer diagnosis were not looking good. Um, so he says uh, during the heart of the COVID pandemic. He said literally the night before his procedure, uh, he wanted to get this on tape just in case, as he put it, things went south, said Lori Joe Hoekstra, his longtime producing partner. So uh, it was his intention to have a special to share if, some, if something happened. So damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, uh, and it says that the whole the result was a stand up special shot entirely in McDonald's living room. The actor filmed the entire hour in a single take. Uh, he looks great. And the material is fantastic and we can't wait to share it. All right, good. Yeah, 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 I'm in. Good for him. Yeah, I kind of don't want Netflix to have nice things right now, but good for Norm McDonald's. Legacy. Well, I mean, I'd like, I'd like them to shake things up and and get back. That's more fair. than yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like bring it back. Yeah, <laughs> because more competition is better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. I don't know. They said they're going to try and crack down more on the password thing. I guess they're doubling down on that, which is beyond me why. But again, uh, I'm fine with that as long as they bring out material to make it worth it yeah like like be worth it like i'm yeah. fine with it yeah i agree yeah there's just not I mean, enough stuff to watch on i mean we discussed it it is stealing yeah <laughs> if hbo max divided its well, income into two is, overnight because somebody started sharing it with everybody else they'd be pretty pissed well, too but netflix originally pushed for it because like remember you would sign on there and you'd have all the you could have the different mm -hmm. profiles on there for like you or your wife or your kid or like that like originally they had like they well had that's supposed to be well, in but, the same but household. they even had a plan. They had a plan that you could do, like a family plan that you could do, where you could have more than that. That like also, why do I need five different screens? Like, why do I need five screens on there for one house? I mean, I've at any at multiple times in the week, we'll have four different screens going. Good God, that's at my house, ridiculous. I mean, my daughter wants to watch something. She's sick. She's in the guest room. My son's on his iPod up or iPad upstairs watching yeah. the how to you know watching something and then and then my wife and I are you know she's folding clothes in the kitchen or in the in the bedroom watching something while I'm watching you know the new Ozark yeah. in the living room. I mean it happens. I will right. we'll watch four screens and there's just four of us. Yeah. Or I'm traveling enough. and I'm watching it on my phone yeah. while they're watching it. Various rooms in the house. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Um. And this okay, so this just happened while we're recording, but Fred Ward died. Um, oh shoot! Yeah, I know, right? Well, yeah. that's bad news. I know. I like Fred Ward. Tremors is still like an all-time classic, like, like one of the best. That's one of my favorites. Like with him and Kevin Bacon, that was so. And good. people will never understand the glory of bad movies back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> like because like, you're right. I mean, this was a blast. And you would never make it today <laughs> because people would be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. How are they, you know, how they swim into rock, <laughs> you know, like all this stuff. But it was, who cares? <laughs> I never saw it Remo a, Williams, but apparently that was a classic that people love. Oh, God, that was a classic. Yeah. Remo, 
Oh, it was <laughs> it was almost the original America. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Remo Williams. Oh, In man. fact, the cover of it is him hanging off like the Statue of Liberty after he kills multiple terrorists. <laughs> All right, that sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, it really was America. Fuck yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, well. Yeah, Mario was great. It was so bad. It was like Charles Bronson. It was Vin, Vin Diesel trying to be Charles Bronson. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, it turned it into a caricature of an already bad action film. <laughs> Man, that's, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, he was in, yeah, I forgot he was in Naked, the Naked Gun 3, Road Trip, uh, Thunderheart. Oh man, isn't that the one you love with Val Kilmer? Well, I don't love it, but I, yeah, I, I never I, I, I don't love it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't love the movie. Oh, okay, that's the one you always. Yeah. I thought you were always telling me I needed to watch was Thunderheart. No, there's some of his, but not that one. But oh. Thunderheart was where was the one I told you. That's where I found out that my my cousin's like best friend was his <laughs> was related to Val Kilmer, and we didn't believe her. She's like, yeah, he's in the show called Thunderheart. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I like, I, I watched like three like movies where Val Kilmer's like the greatest thing ever. And then one day I'm watching Thunderheart and it's Val Kilmer, and I'm like, oh my god, is that the person that? Like <clears throat> <laughs> 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 she's out. Like, I always stayed at my cousin's like three days a week because uh, they were like next door to us and go see them. Yeah, and, like her best friend was always over there. She's like, yeah, my, my uncle's Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And her mom was my like librarian in our school it was his his actual sister uh, i was like oh my god that's and they're like everyone's like oh yeah you didn't know i was like why would you not lead with that i would have had that on my doors yeah i would have that written on my trapper keeper <laughs> that's a weird thing to tattoo on your forehead <laughs> <laughs> um all right uh, now we get to the trailers portion we only have three trailers so we'll be too long but um the first one is uh, men. So this one is by Alex Garland. You know him for Ex Machina and Annihilation and just making really cool, super creepy uh, movies. And mm -hmm. so this one's a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. All right. Doesn't sound anything nuts, but then go watch the trailer. Like, there's no way to explain it. Watch the trailer. There's it's, not. Yeah. Um, R Rory K Kinnear plays about five different characters and uh, man, that guy, I like, I like, he, everyone kind of knows he's like a good actor, but like, I just like him more and more, especially after seeing like, uh, our flag means death. And, um, just, I, <laughs> I tried painting yeah. dreadful and could not, I just couldn't get into that, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah. The first one I was like, ah, I had trouble. The second one, city of angels was just God awful. And I had, I had no that was problem saying the worst that was thing. Ever. Yeah. yeah, that was awful. But, it never it never was good at any point. <laughs> yeah. But uh it's got him, Gail Rankin, who is becoming a good actress. She was in that in the first season of Perry Mason. She was in uh Glow, uh as Sheila the She Wolf. I like her. I think she's really good. And then but it looks like it's basically mm -hmm. just Rick Near and Jesse Buckley in this. But it's very, yeah, very I, off putting. I, yeah, the vast majority will be them and man jesse buckley what what about that one she she has had a rise yeah like a fast rise to stardom i would say wouldn't you i mean that was i'm not yeah. saying she hasn't been in stuff for a while but she skyrocketed in fame well she was between... great in fargo yeah i mean fargo fargo really nailed it for me i know a lot of people like the last post 
um, I, I haven't that. I haven't seen it, but yeah. she was she was a main character in Chernobyl. Um, taboo. She was in uh, Taboo. Yeah, Judy. Uh, Do little. I didn't. She must be a voice. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking of ending things is something that I just I never I never stop hearing about. Yeah. And it's funny because it only got a 6.6 on IMDb, which you and I always um, grain of salt. 7.6. Uh, yeah. But there's it was her, Jesse Plemons, Tony Collette, and David. Uh, do you say Thulis? Thulis. Yeah, Thulis. Yeah. Uh, yeah um, <clears throat> I mean, talk about a group to have to, try to act against. And she was the lead, and they said she just held her own uh, with all of them, and it was fantastic. And yeah, and then Fargo, and, she and then was the amazing. Lost She was fantastic in Fargo. Yeah, and she's just she's she started off as a singer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and she's got big things coming. I mean, big things coming. Uh, the Devil Inside Me looks horrifying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the Devil in Mimi looks horrifying. Uh, fingernails with uh, uh, Riz Ahmed, which is a big drama, oh, and then Love Riz Ahmed. Yeah, but but the big thing is these are all like big directors. I mean, like Charlie Kaufman and like, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, men Alex Garland. So yeah, I, I I'm very. I thought the trailer was haunting and i i there's no way you cannot see it so we'll yeah we'll see how it is but i'm very excited about it yeah agreed um the next one and we kind of talk about this one just because it is what it is but you heard us reference it in the beginning of the the podcast but uh avatar 2 is coming out um Ugh. the first one <laughs> well i mean i saw the first one in 3d like imax when it first came out and the movie's not good. Like the movie is just Fern Gully or Dancing with yeah, Wolves. The movie's like, Fern Gully. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's been told a bunch of time, but the special effects were so amazing about it. Like I would go back. Like if it came out again when 3D, I would go see that again just because that aspect was cool. And, and it will. I'll see this. I mean, the the cast is ridiculous again. Michelle Yao, Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington, uh, Kate Winslet, Giovanni Ribisi. How is he coming back? Uh, Sigourney Weaver. I thought Giovanni Ricci died in the first one. Una Chaplin, Jermaine Clint. I love Jermaine Clint. Stephen Lang. I thought he died in the first one. Edie Falco, Cliff Curtis, uh, Joel David Moore, CCH Pounder, always we call her Pounder, um, Matt Gerola. Yeah. So it's that's a stupid loaded cast, and they're film. They're like they're doing three more, and I think they filmed them all at once. I mean, they should have. Yeah, they <laughs> so have to wait twenty five. You know, if I were the studio, I'd be like, "You're not making one unless you make three at the same time." Because yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to let you end with a cliffhanger that you take 25 years to to make the you know part two of. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I I get it. Um, so the way of water is the one this one's called, and, and you're right. I mean, I'm going into this as it's a, I'm going to see a bad Michael Bay movie, or I should say a, a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I'm going into it knowing this is for spectacle and. The, it, the the writing is going to be next level stupid to the level that they they name this uh, important elements unobtainium. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think James Cameron just does movies now so he can uh, raise money so he can do his under the sea stuff. Which whatever, that's fine. I'll help fund that. That's kind of cool that he does that because no one else is doing well, it. Yeah, and, and I mean at least what's what's the one of the bit what's the absolute biggest gripe you and I and everyone else in the world has about 3D? It's it's you you film 10 minutes of your movie for 3d and i'm paying for three hours of your movie in 3d <laughs> and wearing glass 3d glasses for three hours when it's only going to be just a little bit this 3d but he made he made avatar as a spectacle it was a you know two hour 
all of it was 3D, three-dimensional and phenomenal. And it made the 3D experience something worth paying to go see. Um, so he did an amazing job. And really, outside of, I, in my opinion, Gravity was up there. It wasn't as good, but it was up there for spec for full 3D spectacle. Yeah. Um, but other than those, I've never seen a movie made for 3D besides yeah. those two movies since. And so, this one's going to be in the water, which I feel like it will be cool. Yeah, or at least slightly above the water it looks like <laughs> well Have they ever actually the, showed from underwater? the trailer it shows them they go in the water okay yeah i kept seeing them riding this dragon thing that was like uh like skipping like under and then over and then under and then over like almost like a one of those flying fish things they yeah. call them. uh it's kind of what it looked like i i don't know but uh in the it's interesting because like yeah it also shows they have like little canopies like just above the water everywhere yeah um well, in the and middle. in the uh go ahead go ahead Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say the the ride. Uh, a lot of people love the, uh, and I I think the Avatar ride Disney's the best they've got. Uh, and um, what's fun about it is you basically go through the whole mountain. Uh, they've got the floating uh, rocks everywhere above your head, and uh, in real life, I mean, before you go into the mountain, you go up through this thing, uh, and then the ride is basically you sit on what looks like a motorcycle. And then this thing clamps down over your shoulders, and uh, and then the it's a 4D ride where you're flying on the dragon, uh, and it's the screen is all around you like 360 degrees, and uh, a lot of it takes place at the water and just barely under the water, uh, so very much like this film, and and they uh, they I think five years ago, that is when they uh, they brought it out. Uh, which means he was probably what I mean, we know for a fact he was done writing it like seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah. So he probably tied quite a bit in quite a bit of it in to what he was writing for this. So we may have seen little clips, you know, pieces of it if you've ever if you've ever been to Disney and been to the Avatar world. So yeah. Could be cool. Yeah, okay. So it's coming out thirteen years after the original. Um yeah, and this one I just noticed that like the it looks like the military and the I don't even remember what the people are called the blue people what are they called mm-hmm. Navi Navi they're like working together now and so a little bit more harmonious I don't know I'm gonna see it I'm gonna see it in 3D I don't I, don't, I couldn't tell you, I think the last time movie I went and saw in 3D was Gravity just because most of the time they just have these little jump scares and stupid stuff but this one I will see in 3D well it it says that some people stayed that wanted to support the Navi while the rest left after that battle to go get reinforcements and come back. Oh, so that's, okay. that's what this will be about. So the humans you see in the trailer are like, you actually see what's his, the main dude, uh, Sam Worthington, Sam Worthington's character. And I was trying to think of Jake. Sully. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jake Sully running around with a breathing device on as a human, uh, near them. And some of the other humans are there too. So that'll, that'll be interesting to see. Cause I mean, the big one was he couldn't wait, he run, was right? running. Wait, he was running around with the mask I know, on? and he has no legs. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they show him wearing some kind of breathing device, uh, and, and a bunch of the humans are running, and they have something so that they can... Uh, I don't Maybe it wasn't a breathing device. They have something on over their mouths. I couldn't tell what it was. Well, they had to have stuff um, because they couldn't, the humans couldn't breathe on that planet in the first one, so they had to wear those masks. Is that what it was? They yeah. couldn't breathe? Yeah, okay. they couldn't breathe. But, mm, interesting. All right, uh, and the last one on this list is one that you and I are both pretty excited for. It looks super out there and crazy, but uh, don't worry, darling. So it's uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, written by Katie Silverman, which you pointed out before we started recording that that's kind of like her, right? Like she's doing everything with Katie Silverman now. 
And, yeah, uh, they're like writing partners. Yeah, uh, the cast is ridiculous. Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, who's taking over for uh, what's his name? What's his name? Who's that? Harry oh, Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, he came in to take over for Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be in it, and apparently did not get along with people, so kicked him off. Brought in Harry Styles. Uh, also has Chris Pine, Gemma Chan, Nick Kroll. Um, Dita Von Tees in it for a second. Timothy, Timothy Simmons, who uh, I love. And that's about all that I noticed. But if you haven't seen the trailer, it's it's very, very off-putting. Um, basically, a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets. Um, yeah, it looks good. Olivia Wilde, I, th- I mean, she did a great job with... Uh, book club i think the cast is bananas good so i'm looking forward to this one yeah it's it's going to be a uh a mind f if you will yeah <laughs> is what i'm uh definitely looks like and uh and i love these kind of like uh somewhat alternate history right like this is probably a project that had no basis on reality in real life <laughs> uh but they're making it look like it was set in something they were working on back in the what what does it look like the 50s. It? 50s yeah or 60s 50s. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh yeah i love that kind of stuff so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what that was and that you hear like that loud like that huge just like kind of thud that shakes the earth which goes oh it looks like they're working men and their toys or something like that yeah because at least we know where they're working so yeah god knows what they're working on but did you catch that plane that was flying over her head uh florence Pugh, and she looks up at it uh i don't like remember bi- yeah she hops out of a car there's a like a biplane you know what they, those, those biplanes yeah there's one of those that's flying low and it's over and she looks up at it takes off her glasses and at one point like the whole thing like shimmers in this weird way and then and then it almost looks like it goes through water and then right back to normal huh. like uh so if you look at it yeah if you rewatch that trailer yeah the plane does something really funky uh like it's passing through something um so yeah and and they say like though at one point he mentions the one thing none of us can do like we're all here to work together and to work in secrecy but the one thing you can never do is leave from here you know right now and uh i wonder if they themselves are the project so uh could be it's gonna be interesting can't wait to see it yeah it comes out september 23rd uh that is all we have for today we'll be back next week with some more Uh, until that time catchphrase what do you retort Thank you.